we're going to have a Lamar Jackson episode. Okay. So let's go. So, do you know anything about Lamar Jackson? You know his name now? I know his name. Uh, pretty sure he will be a football player. Good guess. Yes. Knew it. <laughs> uh, what else do I know about Lamar Jackson? Uh, he's between 16 and 30. He is between 16 and 30, yeah. He was born in America. He was. And to a mum. To a mum. Yeah, he, has, he had a mum when he was born. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> I think that's all the information I'm positive about. Why didn't that's you fill me on positive. any little bits I might have missed? Uh, okay, so... Okay, so... He is a quarterback who plays for the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. And like the news this week, or it's kind of been boiling all off season, is whether or not the Ravens are going to offer him a new contract and whether or not they can negotiate a contract that they're both happy with, blah, blah, blah. And then this week they offered him, the, they gave him the franchise tag which means he has a contract, but he can also negotiate with other teams, blah, blah, blah. Maybe we'll talk about that, the details of that, after we figure out exactly who he is. Okay. Is this you looking up who he is on Wikipedia then? (laughs) Yeah, I'm now going to look up who he is on Wikipedia. Okay. Um, (laughs) So, he, so I did try and skim this earlier, but I didn't get all the way through. So, now this surprised me. He was born... On Janu- in January 1997. Okay, so he's between our ages. Yeah. He's only so younger than me. So he's now 26, which is no, my the other way around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's still pretty young, because I'm calling myself still pretty young. So he's still pretty young. Um, are you going <laughs> to be doing that in 10 years' time? Like well, still 35 years, pretty like, young. oh, well, that player is still pretty young because you know, I'm pretty young, <laughs> still a rookie. Um, okay. yes, so he's pretty young. He was born and raised in an economically distressed area in Florida. That's what Wikipedia says, yeah. Economically like, distressed, I think, means bad area. Um, just poor area, doesn't it? Yeah, poor. Okay. So probably not a nice place to live. Um, And he played in the same local league when he was young as Marquise Brown, who he would go on to be teammates with at Baltimore. Is it weird? Ah, that is weird. How how local team? What age was he when he played at this team? Or does he not say? Uh, I don't know. Like before school? No, I think before high school. That is still very weird then. I think. Pop Warner football. I don't know. I think that's probably like Little League type. I don't know what that is. That'd be like me and someone I played like normal football with both ending up playing for like Everton together. Everton, yeah. <laughs> I've decided the Ravens and Everton. Okay, the Ravens can be Everton. Do you disagree? <laughs> um, no. No, yeah. You laugh at me, but you're like, yeah, Ravens are Everton. 
Have you seen that uh, Ted Lasso bit where um, so there's like before Ted Lasso was the show Ted Lasso. Okay. It was like uh, like a video. I can't remember what it was for. For something, where obviously the character Ted Lasso is like an American football coach coming over to coach. He's actually coming over to coach Spurs. Oh, um, like it was an advert first. Yeah, it was, it was some kind show. of advert or skit or something. Okay. And then um, he has this whole section with Brendan Hunt, uh, who's that coach Beard, where okay. um, he's they're kind of quizzing each other. He's trying to learn all the Premier League teams, and he's relating them to. American football teams. Did I get it right? Did, did he, you get? Yeah. Did he relate Ravens to Everton? Uh, no, I don't think they had the Ravens in the little skit, but they did relate most of them to the Cowboys. Be like... <laughs> so it's like Man U Cowboys, Man City yeah. Cowboys. That's like Liverpool used to be good, and now not so good or whatever. Oh, Cowboys. And then, like, Man United would be like, has loads of money, everyone hates him. Ah, Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite good. And then one of them was Jennifer Lawrence. One, of the, <laughs> one of the teams? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so every other team was a US American football team, and then one of them was Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to find the skit and send it to me. I can send it to you, yeah. Um Anyway, okay, yeah, so the Baltimore Ravens at Everton. Um, so back to Lamar Jackson. It says here, when he was eight years old, he could throw a football 20 yards, and then in high school, he could throw it 100 yards. It's quite an improvement. It is, well, it's quite an improvement, yeah. But 100 yards, that's like the whole pitch, right? Yeah, that's insane. No one does that in the NFL, do they? But maybe they could. Yeah, maybe they're like measuring it. Maybe not accurately. Yeah, maybe he like was spinning round and doing it like you'd do a hammer throw. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't say. You don't know. Yeah, it doesn't say he didn't use a catapult. So. Yeah, we should <laughs> therefore be skeptics and assume he did. Yeah. Still, though, if he built the catapult himself, still an achievement for sure. Yeah, it doesn't say what his carpentry skills are like, but maybe. If he came from maybe. a poor area, it's got to be pretty decent, right? Um, You'd what? learn those sort of trades, I think. What, like carpentry? Like all sorts of trades. I feel like you wouldn't get someone in to do jobs. You'd like learn Oh, it I see what you mean. So probably like above the average man at all of them. Everything, everything yeah, practical. Everything practical. That's to do with just keeping a good house. Okay. <laughs> I think so. Maybe. I'm not saying no. Um, okay. So then he obviously played in high school. And there's quite a lot here about his high school career. And he did quite well, yeah. basically. Um but then, so recruiting. So when you get recruited to go to college, um, some, I guess, media outlets will give you like a star rating based on how good of a prospect you are. So five star being, okay. you know, you're going to be the next big thing kind of thing. And he got three stars 
from some outlets and four stars from another. So not great. Although good, right. I guess they was considered to even get the star rating, but yeah, it's obviously good. But bear in mind, we're talking about someone who they didn't think he was going to be Everton's quarterback. Yeah, so he's going to play quarterback for Everton. Um, but so it says here he received offers from Power Five schools. Don't know what that means, but sounds good. Um, and also mid-major programs. So I guess he got offers from big schools and not so big schools as well. Yeah, I wonder um, what the Power Five are. What are the best five? Cause Power Five must mean like the top five colleges. I can click on Power Five if you like. Yeah, go on. I don't need much detail on it other than I'm just interested in what the five are. Well, the Power Five, con- they're Power Five conferences. So they're the five uh, most prominent, highest earning conferences. Okay. So they include um, the ACC, the Atlantic coast conference the big 10 the big 12 the pac 12 and the sec the southeastern conference so how many yeah. conferences are there ah oh, shit loads okay so top five is quite impressive there's not like only 10 it's not like half of them are top five um no there is like because obviously like every i guess every school in america every college in america will have that some kind of football program will that will be in some kind of conference okay yeah and I guess these are like the big ones. Um, and each one has about 10 schools in. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, Surely nine, the, the Big 12 has 12. Um, no. Well, does it? <laughs> 1, 2, 3, for 4, real? 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. The Big 12 has 14. Maybe 10, it had 12. 14. And they had to add two in. Yeah, maybe. The Pac-12 does have 12. Products, does it? Surely the Big 12 had 12 and it had to add two in. Because yeah, otherwise, okay. who's naming that? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So he got offers from some good schools like that. Um, and then he went on to play for Louisville, Louisville, the Louisville okay. Cardinals. Uh, I don't know where that is. Um, they compete in the ACC. So one of those big schools. I want to find out where this place is. Do you want me to Google it? Oh, it's in Kentucky. Okay. Louisville, Lewis. I'm going to say Louisville. Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. Um, so he went to play there. And then he, it looks like he only played there for three seasons. So in 2015, he was a freshman. And he played in 12 games, but only made eight starts. Um, and he had a completion percentage of about, I don't know, 60-odd. And 12 touchdowns and 8 interceptions. Um, but he ran for almost 1,000 yards as well. Well, as uh, quarterback? Yes, he's a big, okay. threat running quarterback. Jason Hurts type? Jalen. Oh, is it Jalen? <laughs> I still think you should be impressed with that. Well, I would have been. I should have just said Hurts. <laughs> you should have just said Hurts. We live and we learn. We live and we learn. Yeah. Some learn slower than others. <laughs> yeah. We we live certainly maybe do a bit of learning along the yeah. side. Um, okay. So by the sounds of it, he had a decent 2015 season. But then there's a lot more information about the 2016 season. 
Um, so in his first game of that season, he set the university record for total touchdowns with eight, all of them in the first half. Decent. So he scored eight touchdowns in uh, in half, which is you know impressive. Yeah. Um, blah, 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 blah. And then it's got the details of lots of these games. Um, oh, okay. So he did well. And they beat... What? I think it looks like here they beat the ranked number two Florida State. Okay. Um, which I guess was a big deal. And he does, smashed them by the looks of it. 63-20. Does that mean ranked number two meaning of the whole... Yeah, of all college football. Okay, that is a big deal then. Yeah, and then as a result, he became the Heisman Trophy frontrunner. Um, so it sounds like he didn't win the Heisman Trophy, but they thought well, it was for a bit. Well, um, do you know what Heisman Trophy is? I know it's a big deal. Because uh, okay. you've heard of it. I've heard of it. I watched a documentary on, have you watched the, I forgot what it's called, a guy called like Manny Teo, something like that, and he, uh, it was a big deal because he was like huge in college football, another Mm -hmm. front runner for winning the Heisman Trophy, Mm -hmm. Um, and he was really in the public eye loads because his like uh girlfriend died. Oh, um and then basically more news started to come out and the girlfriend never existed in the first place. What? Yeah. How did she die? <laughs> <laughs> basically, uh they didn't realise what was going on at the time, but he just massively got catfished. Oh my god. Okay. Um, from, I think someone in his school, or, I can't remember who catfished him, but um, they like spoke on the phone all the time. Spoke uh, on the phone? They spoke on the phone loads, and then I think the person doing the catfishing did like different voices for like her parents, and then... What? Yeah, no, crazy stuff. So that's why I know where the Heisman Trophy is. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's sort of a side story in what I'm guessing is a documentary that you watch. You need to watch the documentary. It's part of the... Um, there's like a series. There's one on... Uh, there's one on that... Oh, I forgot what it was called. There's like a massive fight that happened in the basketball game. Uh that caused loads of players to be suspended. There was one on that. And there was oh, one on uh, this like guy that was somewhat in the mob, bought a um, bought an ice hockey team and his like 16-year-old son like managed it. And they were like, they got oh, in loads God. of like big names and like paid them under the table sort of thing, like in cash. Yeah. Because there's obviously rules about how much you can pay people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've got loads of good ones. Jesus, okay. When I remember the name of the series, I'll send you it. Okay, nice one. Wow. Okay. 
So the fact that he was this guy, Manny, was a Heisman Trophy finalist or whatever, was not really the point of the documentary. No, like the his <laughs> football thing was like very much. That's why everyone knows his story, sort of thing. Oh, all the real interesting stuff that happened to him was about basically being catfished, and but obviously that's was in the public eye because he was, yeah, because he was in the public eye because he was one of the best like football yeah. players in the country. Jesus. I forgot what okay. position he played. He played on defense, I think. I think he might have been like, uh, I want to say a linebacker. I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's good information because I was I couldn't remember whether the Heisman Trophy winner was like best college player or best offensive college player. Because um, I don't know any winners who have been defensive players. But if you say he if you say he's a defender, then that sells up. Yeah, his name is. I've just googled it. His name is Manti M A N T I Teo, like T E apostrophe O. Oh yeah. Uh, so he did make it into the NFL. Oh, okay. Uh, he played from 2013 to 2020, and says he earned 10.42 million. Um, not bad. Not bad. Yeah, yeah but most of the hits are about. Um, yeah, girlfriend hoax revisited. It's that name of that article. Okay, yeah. So a lot of people thought he was he was doing it deliberately to like better his chances of um, getting a Heisman Trophy because like he had like a bit of a sub story sort of thing. So people were thinking it was like he was behind it all. Well, he was catfishing himself. <laughs> well, this was before everyone knew he was catfished. Oh, they okay. thought he was saying, "Oh, they made he thought they thought he made up a girlfriend." I was like, "Oh, she died." Oh, for everyone to be like, "Oh no!" But isn't it amazing how well he's playing? Considering, I guess. Jesus, that's a really good documentary. You should watch it. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. See, so he did quite well. He looked like he was in the league for a few years. Yeah. No. And was. Yeah, he was obviously doing amazing in college. Cool. Okay. Well, maybe maybe next week we talk about him instead. <laughs> yeah, we could do. Um. Yeah. Okay. So back to Lamar. Um. So Lamar Jackson became the Heisman front runner after beating Florida State in 2016, which is his second season. And then blah blah blah. Other games happened. He won some other awards. And then on December 10th, 2016, Jackson was selected as a 2016 Heisman Trophy winner over fellow, over fellow finalists Deshaun Watson, D.D. Westbrook, I don't know how to say his name, Jabril, Jab, I do know how to say his name, but I can't, Jabril Peppers <laughs> and Baker okay. Mayfield. Jabril Peppers is an awesome name. Jabril Peppers, yeah. Yeah. Hard, hard for me to say for some reason. Um, Jabril, yeah. Jabril. Uh, I think he... I, I recognise his name. Um, that sounds wrong. So he did actually win it. Yeah, so he did win it. He won it in 2016 over Deshaun Watson. You know Deshaun Watson? <laughs> uh, no, but didn't he also win it over Jabril Peppers? Okay, yeah. Stop making me turn and say his name. <laughs> um, Deshaun Watson's the guy who did all those... 
sexual assault in oh. Houston and then got paid a shit ton of money by Cleveland. Oh, I'm very pleased he didn't win it. Fuck that guy. Yeah, and also Baker Mayfield, um, who didn't do anything wrong, but uh, ended up going number one overall. You sure and, he didn't do anything wrong? Well, not like Deshaun Watson. <laughs> okay. In his life, he's probably made mistakes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and I think Baker won the Heisman a different year. Okay. Um, I have that in my head. Don't know. Anyway, so he won that. So good job, Lamar. Yeah, well done, um, And then in 2017, so the following season, he did well-ish, I guess. Um, uh, okay, and he finished third in the Heisman voting that year, losing out to Baker Mayfield. Okay. Oh. And Bryce Love, who I've never heard of. Okay. Um, uh, blah blah blah. Some statistics. His team finished eight and five. Not bad. Okay, so in his whole career, his whole college career, he started for thirty-four games, played thirty-eight, scored sixty-nine passing touchdowns and fifty rushing touchdowns. Decent. Yeah, Hundred and nineteen, if your maths is quick. Yeah, which yours is. Yeah. Yeah, so 119 total touchdowns in 38 games. That's well good. Yeah, not bad. I wonder what's a sort of normal percentage or proportion of total touchdowns scored compared to thrown. Oh, yeah. what like How many, how many are rushing? Because presumably he's got quite a high percentage of rushing touchdowns for most quarterbacks. Yeah, not many would have as many rushing touchdowns as Lamar. No, I imagine a few might do like just get it over the line if they're like a meter away sort of thing. QB sneak. Or a yard, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah a lot of, like someone like Tom Brady would probably have, I don't know, 100 passing touchdowns for every three rushing. Maybe. Complete guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'd take your word for it, I don't know. Well. Um, okay, so then he announced he would, he would enter the 2018 NFL Draft. Okay. Um, so how old would he have been in 2018? Like yeah. 20? Yeah. 21? No, he was born, what did you say, 97? 97, yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, 21. 21. Um, some draft pundits doubted Jackson's quarterback abilities and suggested that he switch positions to wide receiver due to his athleticism. Um, but he didn't do that. Um, that seems rogue him winning the Heisman Trophy as a quarterback and him going nah he should play wide receiver yeah it's not like he was a middle of the road quarterback he was doing very well (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay so where do you get drafted then good question first round Um, I'm I'm gonna guess okay good John I'm gonna guess first round but Mm -hmm. not until uh, 16. Oh, okay. I mean, not dreadful guess. Um, Jackson was drafted by the Baltimore Ravens in the first round with the 32nd overall pick. Okay. So does that mean the last, or like basically the last pick in the first round? Yeah, the last pick of the first round. So Baltimore traded up um, to get him, I guess. 
They traded up. I see. Um, it was Ravens' second pick. Uh, or at least second. It, yeah, it must have been. Yeah. Actually, so Ravens had a this. different yeah. first round pick. Yeah, they they picked Hayden Hurst, the tight end. Okay. Um, before they picked Lamar Jackson. It must uh, be so awkward, like when you meet your co-workers, <laughs> co-workers, teammates. Yeah. And you're like, oh no, they wanted you more than they wanted me. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz that yeah. obviously happens with every business, but it's not normally so explicit as we literally could have chosen either of you and we chose you first and then you were still available later on. Yeah. <laughs> I I remember watching Hard Knocks, like the kind of a documentary about NFL training camp that runs every year. Yeah. And this year it was on the Lions and there like initiation for rookies was that to go up like in front of the whole team, but introduce themselves, um, sing a song, but they also had to tell everyone their signing bonus. <laughs> That's so, going to be so awkward. I know. So for like most of the guys who were like undrafted or drafted late, it was like, I don't know, $100,000. And then like uh, Aiden Hutchison goes up there, who was the number two overall pick. He had, I, I can't remember what his signing bonus was, but it'd be like four million or five million or more than that. I don't know. It's like I feel so awkward. I got secondhand embarrassment watching it. Yeah, and all these other people got to think, oh, with all of us added up, we're only roughly what we yeah. got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you got guys who have like been in the league for like five years. Like, I've never earned that much. <laughs> yeah, people that have dedicated like more to their lives. Than he has, and he's already getting like four million. Yeah, but he played well this season, so fair play to him. Worth every penny. <laughs> um. Okay, okay. So he was drafted thirty-two overall by the Ravens, who traded up to get him. Um. So he looks like he didn't play a lot of his first year. Um. So he scored his first touchdown in week seven, which was a one-yard okay. run. Not the um, best first touchdown. No. Um, he made his first. So he made his first start on November eighteenth. So that would have been when would that have been about week ten, maybe I don't really know. Um, and he did well. Lots of information here. Did well. Did well. <laughs> did well. Bit of a theme, this guy. Okay, so they made the postseason by the looks of it. And uh, so he played in the postseason before he was 22. He became the youngest quarterback to start an NFL playoff game. Um. Oh my! Oh, I struggled in that game. Okay, I'll read this. This sounds interesting. Despite being held to just 25 passing yards at one point in the fourth quarter by a stout Chargers defense, Jackson then passed for two touchdowns in four minutes to bring the Ravens back from a 20-point deficit to within a touchdown. After forcing the Chargers to punt with less than a minute left, 
the Ravens had one last chance to win the game, down six points. But Jackson was strip-sacked by Chargers linebacker Uchenna Nwosu. With the Chargers recovering the ball, the Ravens lost 23-17 and were knocked out of the playoffs. Okay. So it sounds like overall didn't do great, made it interesting at the end, but still lost. Okay. Okay, so that was his rookie season in 2018. In 2019, he did very well. Um, oh, kind of, it's so long, I just kind of want to skim this. Uh, he did well there, and then they played them. Did well. <laughs> did uh, well. Blum, 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 blum. Um, he became only the second player in NFL history to produce two perfect passer ratings in the same season. That's something. I don't even know what that means. Uh, so if you get every quarterback will get a passer rating on their game based on um, their completions and how far those completions are and stuff, and probably other stuff as well. But it's basically okay. it's some really complicated metric that measures how well you did as a quarterback, but only taking into account passing. Okay. Um, According to his metric, he did perfect. He did two perfect. seasons. No, no, perfect in two games within the same season. Okay. Which had only been done by Aaron Rodgers in 2019, which was the same season that we're talking about, and Joe Montana in 1989. Oh, okay. 2019 was a good oh, season for quarterbacks. Wait, no, that's something else. I'm reading the wrong thing. <laughs> No, he became the second player in NFL history to reach two perfect pass ratings in the same season and separately joined Aaron Rodgers and Joe Montana as the only players in the Super Bowl era oh, this is quite, with 15-plus completions, three-plus passing touchdowns, and one-plus rushing touchdowns, and a perfect pass rating in a single game. Okay, that's quite a niche, niche stat. Yeah, I was about to say. Very Probably specific. Need to read that one out. Um, did well. I want to know if they made the playoffs. <laughs> did well. Won the game. They've got so much info on this guy. Okay, so I think they made the playoffs before they even played their final game. So they did make the postseason in the divisional round against the Titans. Uh, they lost. There you go. Okay. So... Not great, but... What year was this? 2019? 2019. But this is the bit that we I wanted to get to. Jackson was voted MVP for the 2019 season. He became the second player after Tom Brady in 2010 to be voted... What does that say? I think that's unanimously? Yeah. I was reading that weird. Okay. He became the second player after Tom Brady in 2010 to be voted unanimous MVP. Who votes second, for the MVP? Um, good Sick. question. I think like <laughs> members of the Associated Press. Okay. So like reporters and stuff like that. People who know shit, not just anyone. Yeah. Um, and he's the second second youngest player to win it behind Jim Brown. Yeah. Okay. So he was MVP in 2019. How old was he in 2019? 22. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe 23 by the end of the season. 
Okay, so that's fun. I'm not going to go through all these seasons now. 2020, uh, he got COVID. He also played football, but he got COVID and other stuff. And other stuff, yeah. He's been injured a fair bit, I know. Okay. Um, ah, they won a playoff game that year. So, good job to them. They made the playoffs a lot of years in a row then. Yeah. Um, in 2021, the Ravens exercised the fifth-year option on Jackson's contract. Um, so, I think with... I don't know if it's just because he was a first-round pick. Might not be. But with a rookie, they get a four-year deal, I think. And I think with if you're in the first round, there's the option to extend to a fifth year. Okay. Maybe. I might have made that up. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're giving me maybe facts. Loving it. <laughs> yeah, maybe facts. Uh, he was injured in week 14 of that season. Missed the rest of the season. 2022... He got injured again. But he did well when he wasn't injured. In week 13, he got injured and missed the rest of the season. Which is a bit of a recurring theme with him. Yeah. So when he plays, he's good, but he doesn't play late because he's often injured. Yes. Quite. And that brings us up to now. Yes. Whether or not they're going to extend. Whether or not they get a new contract. Yeah, so there's lots of interesting things here in that, so to start with, Lamar Jackson doesn't have an agent. Okay. He acts as his own agent with members of his family. I think there might be a representative from the union or whatever who helps out. So he doesn't have an agent, which maybe is relevant. Um, but they've been trying to sort out a long-term deal for like last few off-seasons kind of been a re- recurring thing um, and now on March 7th 2023 the Ravens placed a non-exclusive franchise tag on Jackson what now, does that mean then we spoke about franchise tags broadly before but now it gets more complicated so there's different types of franchise tag so yeah. There's an exclusive tag and a non-exclusive tag. The exclusive tag costs Means more he has money. To play for you. Yeah, exactly. Means he can't negotiate with anyone else. He has to play for you, basically. But his salary is higher. I think it's an average of the top five, yeah, um, rather than the top ten. The non-exclusive, I think, is an average of the top ten. But it means he can negotiate with other teams. But if another so if another team offers him a better contract, the Ravens have to, they can match it and keep Lamar. So if they match the contract, yeah. Lamar doesn't have a say. The other team doesn't have a say. He stays, or he can let he, him go, or he can be, or they can let him go, and he'll be he'll be traded. I think. I think he'll be, he gets traded for automatically it's two first-round picks or something. Yeah. Okay. Which is confusing me as well because he's sort of out of contract, but 
I guess I guess he's not out of contract now that he's got this tag on him. So I think if you want Lamar Jackson, you have to give him a salary. And, and you have, you have to, give to give the team two first-round picks. Two first-round picks. Um, and if you do that, either you'll get Lamar or it will be declined because Baltimore have to pay him more, I think. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's where we're at, which is, you know, drama by itself. Interesting. Do you know how common this is? This uh, um, franchise tag that's not non-exclusive. Well, normally, most players, when they get the franchise tag, get this non-exclusive tag. But I guess for most players, for most, well, for a non-quarterback, the idea of spending two first-round picks is a bit unheard of, I guess. Yeah. So, effectively... I don't know where the two first-round picks come from, but I assume that's for anyone who gets this tag. So I guess you wouldn't spend that on any other player. So if you tag a linebacker with a non-exclusive tag, you're going to keep him. I yeah, guess. it's just a way to... You almost certainly keep him just for a bit cheaper than mm. giving him the exclusive tag. Yeah. Um, but then recently... So this was announced that he got this tag... And then weirdly, a few teams, teams who need quarterbacks, have said publicly, to various degrees of public, um, that they're not interested in pursuing like a trade to sign Lamar Jackson. Okay. Which is sort of weird. Because you think you just wouldn't bring it up. Is that what you mean? You think you would think you wouldn't bring it up. Also, these are teams that you would expect would be interested. Like, well, why not? Because if you can get him for two first-round picks, that's a bargain. Um, so, like, Russell Wilson last season went for... Bear in mind, Russell Wilson is probably objectively not as good and older. He went right. for two first-round picks, two second-round picks, a tight end, a quarterback, and someone else. And then... Broncos okay. got Russell Wilson. Was it a similar sort of salary they were talking about? I guess. Uh, well, I think because obviously, if he's got this tag, his salary's the average of the top ten. So it's like maybe no one wants to pay a really high salary. People would rather yeah, trade but... things rather than pay the salary. Yeah, but he's worth the salary because he is like a top ten quarterback, probably. So interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. So I and then so there's lots of talk about so speculations about why people don't want him. Yeah, and the accusation of collusion has been thrown around. You're gonna have to explain what that word means. <laughs> what collusion? Right, it's, I mean, I feel like it means working with yeah. other people. That's like breaking the rules, but I don't really know. Yeah, so what it would mean in this case is that the owners different teams have kind of agreed that we're not gonna uh, either we're not gonna try and get Lamar for whatever reason or we're not gonna offer him a fully guaranteed contract or these sorts of things okay. and obviously collusions against the rules because it's unfair yeah um, but yeah obviously I don't know what's happening but that is an accusation that's been thrown around I don't fully understand it. 
Yeah, I wonder what people that throw money at acquisition, I wonder what they're saying that other owners are getting out of it. Yeah, well... Like people that are agreeing, oh, I'm not going to... Maybe they're saying, oh, we won't try and get him, but you got to try and not get this guy. Yeah, or it's just an, an agreement that we're not going to like start a bidding war type thing. Yeah. I know that last season, so when Deshaun Watson got his contract, which was obviously, uh, what's the word? Controversial for lots of reasons. But from a finance point of view, he got a lot of guaranteed money. Um, okay. So like a lot of salaries are like incentives for like winning and stuff. But he got an awful lot of guaranteed money. And there was talk at the time that the owners weren't happy that the Browns had given them this contract because it kind of resets the market for quarterbacks especially and sort of says quarterbacks can get this, these insane contracts with an awful lot of guaranteed money that would be a bit of a shake-up to how things have been done Yeah, up to that point. So I don't know whether this is owners trying to undo that and sort of what's the word like reset where quarterback contracts should be yeah. but there's lots of, yeah it's lots of interesting lots which of I get going on. I get why that would be in every club's interest mm. but deciding to do that with what was his name Jamar Lamar Lamar deciding to do that with him seems like it's also super favouring Ravens yeah and it's it is strange because like you would think you would think someone would come in for him and maybe, and maybe these teams will like a lot of the time these deals are done where teams are saying oh we're not interested and then all of a sudden it will be announced that they've got him or whatever yeah maybe um, it's like a bluff yeah it could be in which case fine but like it looks as though relationships between the Ravens and Lamar have soured somewhat through these negotiations. Like, okay. if you really wanted to keep him, you would just give him the exclusive tag, surely. Yeah. Um, obviously, obviously, they wanted to get a long-term deal. And obviously, there was some kind of sticking point, whatever it was, we don't really know. Might have been guaranteed money. And then because they couldn't get a deal done in time, they've given him this non-exclusive tag. But you would think you would just go the whole hog and say, we'll pay the extra little bit, which he's probably worth, so that Definitely. we keep him for at least yeah. one season. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, uh, drama. So we're going to see what happens with that. You're going to keep me updated. Yeah, I can keep you updated. There's lots of... This, obviously, there's been a lot of quarterback movement you know rumored or otherwise yeah um like Derek Carr from the Raiders just signed with the Saints on a four-year deal okay um and then there's lots of talk about Aaron Rodgers moving on from Green Bay which maybe we could talk about another time because there's a lot to talk about about that one um but obviously, these things kind of all have a knock-on effect on each other. 
So, you know, if a team wants to sign a new quarterback, but they're waiting for Aaron Rodgers or they're waiting for Lamar, and then that doesn't materialize, they might be left with no one because other team, other players have been snapped up. And so it's I mean, I guess it could just cause a long chain of like, oh, well, I'm waiting for person X, but then that person's team's waiting for person Y, and but then that person's team's waiting for no yeah. one to get rid of their play without getting someone else. But it's like until someone does that, yeah, exactly. Bit of a standoff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's drama. It is drama. Yeah. So what do you think? Well. I don't know. It's both. I don't know. I can sympathise with him, but at the same time, he's obviously earning insanely mm. well. He's doing really good. Um. Yeah, I feel like it is possible that people are just sort of hiding their hand a bit and saying we're not interested, and conversations are going on behind closed doors. Yeah, I hope so. Because you probably wouldn't want to advertise that you were interested because then it would give other teams an incentive to offer more. Yeah, maybe. Like, if I thought only... Like, if I was the owner of a club and I thought I was the only club interested in someone, I wouldn't think I need to offer them too high. Because like, yeah, I'd be thinking, yeah. oh, I'm like their only option. Whereas yeah. if I knew, oh, there's... All these people publicly said they're interested. I'm like, oh, we must be getting loads of offers. We're going to have to really up our offer. Yeah. So maybe it's a play to try and stop other people offering too high. But yeah, you'd think you'd do that all the time then. And there is obviously this difference with Lamar and whoever you said last season that got... Did you say Aaron Rodgers? No. No. Who did you say that it was went for like two first round, two second rounds, a linebacker and oh, quarterback? Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, that was <laughs> that was John's little bit of news uh, which has taken about 45 minutes. But um, yeah. yeah, so at least now you know who he is. Plays for Everton and Yeah, quarterback for Everton and Seems like no one's interested in making him their quarterback. No, even though he's one of the best in the league. <clears throat> Might stay at Everton. But time will tell. When was that when's like the transfer window finish? Uh well I mean technically the window uh the trade deadline is like mid season. <clears throat> so Okay. But, but it just tends to be that everyone gets them in before the season starts, obviously. Yeah, I don't know how it works with like salaries, like the salary cap. If you pay someone like for some of the season, because your salary cap is like, you have to make sure you meet it, I think, at the beginning of the season. Right, yeah. So it's not like, well, halfway through, we'll offload this guy and then we'll be under the cap. Um, so I don't really know how it all works. But he'll be... It will happen in the off season. Yeah, if Lamar. he's going to move, it will happen. I guess with all the big plays, if they're going to move, it will happen before the start of the season. Yeah, but maybe some little trades will happen after the cap sorted. Yeah, what no- what normally happens is near the trade deadline, 
you get some teams who realize they're not going to get into the playoffs or whatever that season. And you get some teams who realize they've got a legitimate shot, maybe at the Super Bowl. And so some teams are buying and some are selling. Yeah. And what happens to the buyers kind of pay, I guess, a little bit over market value for a player because it might be They're different thinking they can get to the winning Super the Super Bowl. And the other teams are happy to let them go because they want the value because they're already thinking about next season and the season after. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you do get some fun trades mid-season, but, uh, yeah, not these, like, quarterbacks. Okay. But, yeah. Um, so, maybe the final thing I can talk about is Geno Smith because he's kind of got a fun story which kind of came to a peak this week. So he was... So where was he go... born? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where he was born. A poor area, a rich area, <laughs> or more middle class. Economically distressed. Um, I don't know where he was born. Okay. Uh, I don't know much about him, but he was drafted by the Jets about 10 years ago. Um, okay, so he must be getting on a bit. Must be yeah. 30-ish. 30-ish. Probably 32, something like that. Um, but he was drafted by the Jets. He played for the Jets for a bit. Didn't really work out. Um, and then I think he was just with the Jets for a while, but not starting. And then he went to Seattle. Wasn't starting. He was under Russell Wilson. He okay. was always spoken about. So he, Russell Wilson was a starter. Gina was the backup. And then this, and then last offseason, he, Wilson got traded to Denver. And it was like, well, who's going to quarterback for Seattle? And it was like, is it going to be Gino or is it going to be, um, what's that guy's name? Drew Locke, I think. The guy who came from Denver to um, Seattle. And then, but everyone was a bit like, surely they're not going to go with one of those guys. Surely they're going to get someone. Yeah. And they didn't. And they had like a competition in training camp to figure out who was going to be their starter. And it was decided it was going to be Gino. And basically, he had a really good year. Um, struggled a bit down the stretch, but overall had a really good year. And as a result, got a big contract. Like this week, just gone. Very um, nice. So that's kind of a nice story. I read somewhere, or oh, this is going to be wrong, that in his career, he'd earn about 15 million to that point. Okay. Sounds wrong. Something like that. And then this new contract is for 30 million a year. That's a three year contract. Wow. Yeah. So, so taking him to, so from like 20 ish to 30, he's been getting about a million a year. And then from. Yeah. So you're saying that sounds for, wrong. But yeah. Well, because it's so other? little. Yeah, I feel like he would have got more than that. But, yeah, the point... Well, if, he, wasn't, like, if he was a uh, backup quarterback, I don't know. Yeah, well, he started off as a starter, the, as a, as a like, in his rookie deal. I, I can't remember. Anyway. But yeah, the point way, is... That's great for him. Yeah. And he had one of the best quotes of the season. I've already told you this. No. I might have done. I can't I hear remember. it again, if you have... I can't remember if it was the first game. 
let's say it was the first game. I think it was. The first game was Seattle were at home, I think, to the Broncos, which is where okay. Russell Wilson was traded to. Okay. And everyone was projecting the Broncos as like a Super Bowl contender at this point. Yeah. Because, you know, they were a quarterback away and then they got their quarterback kind of thing. Um, and people weren't expecting much from Seattle at all because they weren't great and then they lost their quarterback. Um, and Seattle won. Um, as it turns out, they'd go on to do many times that season. Um, Broncos lost, as they did even more times that season. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then after the game, they interviewed Gino on the field and he said, um, they all wrote me off. I didn't write back, though. <laughs> Which, I don't think anyone knows what it means, but... It so sounds <laughs> really wise, though. It does sound. It sounds incredible. But Even though you don't means. know what it means. Yeah. <laughs> that's like when people say, oh, it is what it is. It's like, that sounds really smart, but like, it doesn't mean anything. No, it's just like tautological. Um, but yeah, so they wrote him off, but he didn't write back. <laughs> Yeah, that is a great quote. I don't think you told me that before. Okay, good. Well, there you go. A fun story. Um, so, you, okay, so he's still playing for. You said he got this new contract. Is he still at Seahawks? So he got it somewhere else. No, yeah. So he's still at the Seahawks. Okay, um, cool. So the Seahawks have the number five pick this year, um, which they got from Denver. And I would say they weren't expecting Denver's yeah. pick to be so high. So it really worked out well. Um, but they've got the yeah, number five well pick. terribly for Denver. <laughs> yeah, really badly. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me if they took a quarterback at five and then had them kind of sit for a year, maybe, under Geno, like be a backup first year, and then maybe see how it goes. Um, okay. That'd be a bit crazy, though, if, if he was there. If after a year, Geno was like second quarterback and he'd get him $30 million a year. Yeah, well, you could trade them. I think so. Which, if Gino it, did really well or did okay, yeah, uh, I guess first, yeah. someone else might want to pay him the 30 to play for them. Yeah, there's, there's all kinds of contract stuff that they can do. I don't understand most of it, but yeah, they can okay. mess with things. So you reckon they might go for a quarterback? They might do. There's a few prospects this year, including this one guy that everyone's talking about. Oh, who we spoke about, Ant- Anthony Richardson, who did the vertical jump record he also yeah. set a bunch of other records as well which I didn't realise at the time um, for a quarterback um, but he's exactly the kind of guy who if you drafted you might want to sit for a year and not start straight away yeah so that that might work and he's you could probably get him at five okay that'd be cool yeah so watch this space or ask me about it later <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's more likely what's going to happen. Yeah. Okay, okay cool. Sound. Is there anything you wanted to bring up? Don't think so. I mean, I didn't think we'd be speaking so much about Jamar, but... Um, Lamar. Le- you Lamar. need to get their first names right. So it's Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, Jason and Jamar. Okay, but if you keep saying that, you're going to keep getting them wrong, you know that. <laughs> There's a good chance I will keep getting them wrong. Lamar, I've got it. Yeah, Lamar Jackson. That's why you keep it. Yeah. Lamar Hats, I've got it. Yeah.